Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. Well, we are back for another rousing episode to close out 2018. It has been a year of growth for this podcast. So first and foremost, I want to thank every person who has found this podcast, wherever podcasts may be found. And along those lines, uh, the housekeeping is as follows. Please log on to TrendingTopicsWithBBPodcast.com. That is the official website for this podcast. There you can find every link to this podcast that I have found thus far. Or you could just simply Google Trending Topics with BB. You will find the same links. But if you want an all-in-one awesome, convenient list, uh, head over to that website, which again is TrendingTopicsWithBBPodcast.com. You will find a blog post that says, Where else can I find this podcast? And it lists pretty much every directory and feed to find this podcast. Along those lines, uh, I want to reiterate, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, please email the podcast at bbmediaindustries at gmail.com. Again, that's where you can do any comments, concerns, questions, shoutouts. And in the new year, there might be some exciting news and changes to the podcast in terms of Um, more bonus episodes. So hopefully 2019 brings on those, but more information then. Uh, So the following episode uh, is a chat with another wonderful producer, DJ, and artist in the trance world. And before I introduce you, I want to also preface with the fact that uh, a lot of these chats, if you have not listen to previous episodes, are recorded via Google Voice if they are long distance. Uh, Again, in the new year, we're looking into possible new apps that will allow for better audio quality. So I apologize if the audio really makes it sound like we're talking on the phone, because we were. Um, But nonetheless, I'm talking about Karen McCauley. Uh, He had an epic 2018. Uh, We met at the meet and greet that allowed me to interview Ram, which was the previous episode, and the episode before that, Astrosphere, which was Drift Moon and Robert Nixon. Um, So we met then, but didn't get a chance to sit down due to time constraints, but we were able to chat on this phone conversation via long distance, excuse me, uh, about trance and what is exciting and also Uh, Something that's really cool with one of the tracks that he just released in honor of someone's memory. So without really ruining and further ado, I give you my chat with Kieran McCauley. Today's sponsor is Vibration. Vibration provides designer hydration packs designed to make you look cool, keep your stuff safe, and stay hydrated at music festivals and events. Their holographic designs add to your festival ensemble. Make sure you get your pack using promo code BB Media Industries LLC to save 10% on your new pack on vibration.com. Oh, and one more thing free shipping on orders over $75. Hashtag life's a party, stay hydrated. All right, great. So um, thanks again for, for wanting to chat on my podcast. We didn't get a chance to during the meet and greet because there was just a lot going on. 
Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was good. That's awesome. So, um, so let's kind of start with. Um, so you're in the states right now. Um, yeah. yeah. Any, anything exciting to report other than what we'll 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 talk about the track getting to number one in a minute. But uh, anything exciting going on since Dream State? Um. Well, well, I'm in the States because I was in Toronto on Friday night, um, and I'm just over now. While I'm in the States, I came to visit a friend um, in L.A. just a few days before Christmas. Um, yeah, it's time to switch off and, and soak up Christmas. I'm a big family person, so I'm looking forward to a bit of me time. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, cool. I love it. Yeah, so you mentioned the track at number one. Um the future sound of Egypt track. Um, there's been a lot of hype from it. Um, it was a big track in my set at Dream State. Um, also today, I've just put out my uh, Dido remix. I did a remix of uh, Dido here with me. I'm not sure if you if you remember it, but it's been a big track. I do. I remember. I remember hearing it um, at Dream State because I was there for your set. Yeah, um, it's been a big track all year for me. I, I did it for my Luminosity set. Um, and it just went down so well. I've played it every gig since. Everyone's been asking for it, and it's been a big sing-along for me. Um, yeah, it's a real lovely track. Uh, so I put it out today, and the feedback's been great on it also. That's great. So yeah. to kind of um, piggyback on this, um, I'm excited your track went to number one, but um, I actually uh, heard it, was it, Last week or the week before, Armin played it on a state of trance and kind yeah, of told yeah, the story yeah. a little bit more with Ruben. And yeah. Yeah, it was, it was nice to hear it then. So can you, without, I don't know if you want to tell kind of the story behind the track and why it's so, it's so great, because I, I just love the track all around. Um, and once I heard the story, it kind of made more sense to me, but... Do you want to kind of tell the the story of the track? If yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so I was approached um, a few months back um, by a, a Dutch nurse who uh, looks after sick uh, kids, and she told me that um, this little girl's family are a big fans of my music, and um, she told me the story of the, the the illness the little one had, and you know it touched me straight away. So. Yeah, so I started putting this track together for, for the girl. Uh, we, we, we thought she had several years left, maybe two, three years. So the track was tightened, never fit away, of course. And I think it was a couple of days before Dream State. Um, I had a, a message on Facebook, um, and she had bad news for me, and I just knew that's what it was, and it, it really hit me. Um, she passed just, um, the week before Dream State, and, um, at Dream State, I told Ruben the story. And, you know, he was touched by it also, and, yeah, so, so that, that's what it is, that's, that's where it's, it's, it's sort of, it, it blew up from that, but it's just, it's been a, so, so nice to the family, uh, the whole story behind it, with them being trans fans, it's just, it's just, it's just a great send-off for the little one, you know, it's, it's, so many people know the story now, it's touched so many people, and, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I'm yeah. glad that it's it's being well received. So, because it's, it's a beautiful track. So, yeah. um, to kind of 
you know, the number one question I usually ask is um, kind of the origin story of how you fell in love with trance and how you got into making trance. Um, God, it's been a long time. Uh, uh, I went to Creamfield, I'm sure you, you know Creamfield, yeah, at the, uh, at the big UK festival. The, sorry, well, sorry, actually they're global now, but um, I think probably just 15, 16, I went to a cream event um, in Liverpool, UK, with my older brother, and I just fell in love with Paul Wogelfold, actually. Um, yeah, just started getting into the clubbing scene, and I got my first set of turntables with my brother back then, we shared the turntables, and I just, yeah, got, <laughs> I'm so obsessed with the, the trance scene, and, and here I am today. <laughs> awesome. So yeah. it's just kind of been a journey, and and does your brother still share the same love you do, or? No, he still listens to the the same powerful sets that we did when we were younger. He um he hasn't progressed. He's uh, he's a family man now, and he's uh he still loves the music, but um it's just the obsession that I that I chased and it's led me to here. Cool, and and um. Going forward, like, with the scene, what, what kind of attracted you to the overall theme of trance? Probably, there's something to the trance thing. I'm sure you can hear it within my music. It's just, um, it's very, the whole, the whole trance family, that sort of thing, you know, people connecting and going to the events and everyone just, the atmosphere and and it's just something that I really fell in love with and and it's one thing I try and keep within my within my own sound um, that sort of old trance feel that I that I once fell in love with I, I feel that the industry's lost that so and yeah. do you do you do you agree that it's kind of a a a passionate, like, fan community. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe the word I was looking for. Yeah, passion, yeah, passionate. You know, so, some of the gigs I go to, like the, the gig I did the other night in Toronto, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big gig by any means, but everyone was there for me. Everyone was queuing up for autographs, signatures. Everyone was just, everyone knew my music. It was, it was great. Yeah. A real passionate and- function. And and being that you do travel and I mean you're you're well ingrained in the scene, what is, what was your thoughts of Dream State and and the US scene compared to maybe where you're from or uh even Toronto? Um, well, uh, I would say Dream State's probably been the highlight of my year. Um Well the 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 meet and greet especially beforehand, um, as you've seen it was it was busy and Again, yeah, the passionate crowd, you know, everyone was queuing up with their flags, everyone was looking at autographs, and I don't think it's as, it's like that back home, or maybe in, in Europe as such. You do get the passionate crowd, but, you know, over here, it's as if, uh, it's, it's more glamorous for the DJs coming over, I think. It was, um, the Dreamscape gig has been a, definitely been a, I would say, a turning point in my career, I think. There's been a lot of, request a lot of talk from that gig um, but I think 2019 will be a big, big year in the States for me 
That's great. Yeah. Um, like, there, there seems to be kind of a debate among um, others that I've spoke to about, um, you know, DJing versus producing and, and both. Do you, obviously, you create beautiful songs, so, I mean, you have a passion of producing, but do you, what is your thoughts on the DJ side of trans? Because there seems to be, well, I guess maybe because I'm ingrained in it myself, I find that there's kind of like this debate. Um, yeah. But what are your thoughts on, and if, well, if they can well, for, work together? From a, from a business point of view, uh, the way to make it in, in the scene these days is about being heard and obviously the best way to be heard is to produce music so um, the best way to scream um, it's, it's, and yeah it is something I hear a lot as well people talking about DJs and producers but um, for me I think uh, standing on stage is or even getting a booking is for me to come and showcase my own sound you know it's <laughs> I hear a lot of people talk about people's mixing and their 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 DJ sets and stuff, but I think um, I personally think that if you're booking the DJ, you should be booking them to perform their, their music. You know, you right. wouldn't uh, you would you wouldn't book Madonna to come and play someone else's music. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I idea. agree. So, I mean, is there is there an issue with I don't know promoters and and, and people telling certain people what they can and cannot play because to be honest um, I've seen people that I love in trance play be told that they can't really play trance and they've played something completely different um, I've seen that in the past and it's it's, it's interesting because you, you know everybody's frustrated so yeah, is, is there a way to kind of combat that going forward um but I'm not sure. Uh, obviously, that's that, that's obviously an issue with the promoters trying to keep, uh, you know, because the whole EDM boom, um, trance sort of fizzled out a bit. Not that it fizzled out, but it wasn't uh, probably selling as many tickets for the clubs. So maybe it was a way to keep the, the trance DJs getting booked. Maybe I don't know. Um, it's not something I enjoy doing. It's, I'm very particular with my sound, and it's, it's, it's something I'm actually <laughs> struggling to do with Holy Waters at the minute. You know, the Holy Waters project I'm doing with Roxanne is is uh, we we do we do want to try and go slightly more mainstream, but <laughs> I keep putting my trance element to it because that's me. So it's, yeah, I do know I do I know what you mean, but I don't know the answer. <laughs> right, and, and along those lines. I mean, I, I like what you've, what I've heard and, and seen from you and Roxanne. So, I mean, collaboratively, like, is that just, how did that project come about? Um, I mean, I spoke with Roxanne about doing some tracks with uh, Kieran McCauley, uh, the, the, um, Roxanne and Kieran, and we've been talking back and forwards for a while and then, one day I received an email from Roxanne that pitched this idea to me about 
creating a, like a trance act, you know, a performance. And I jumped at the opportunity, of course. I, I love rock trance voice. And, and just from that, everything just fell into place. And Roxanne has a good business head on her. So, we, you know, she has, she got a photographer involved. We have, there's a team behind us. There's four of us in total. And, yeah, we actually had a, we actually had a Skype call today. And really exciting 2019 ahead of us. So, yeah, it's, again, it's, it's something I want to do on the side and, um, and try and keep the sound separate, but <laughs> it's quite tough when I was, I'm, I'm obsessed with the trampoline, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, a lot of people know Roxanne from, like myself, more from the, her trance, um, you know, vocals. So, I mean, I could see that, but, I think, I don't know, like, I, I'm excited to hear because, you know, I love the performance at Dream Theory. I thought that was great. And I'm looking forward to kind of hearing more from you guys going forward. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Dream State, the, the performance of Dream State was a little white live track, um, which is something we need to be careful of because it's, a, it's, it's been in the conversation of, the highlight of the conversation today, actually. Um, I've made that track, um, as a Campbell Colley track, really, um, and we put it out as Holy Waters. So we're trying to different the between Holy Waters and Kieran McCauley at the minute, you know. So the the, the next track is probably going to be a cover with a bit of Foo Fighters times like these. It's um it's more along with the progressive sound like uh, the first track we did Amsterdam. So, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, we've come into this thing, and because it's quite new to us, it's, uh, we're probably still uh, teasing, <laughs> maybe if you want to call it. We're just, we're going with what feels good and sounds good. Right. And and, so. and along those lines, are you looking to collaborate with any other artists? Okay. Um, um, with, with Holy Water, sorry, or Karen McCauley? Or no, just just uh, as uh, yourself. Here, yeah. Um, of course, yeah. Uh, I'm actually in talks with Sue McLaren, um, um, and also there's been a little tease with uh, Christina Nabelli. Hopefully, that one will come off um, next year. But yeah, I'm always open for collaboration. Um, and, and even Holy Water, sorry, Holy Waters, Roxanne. Um, I've been speaking with a few vocalists, and with a new track coming out with. Uh, one of Gar's uh, previous vocalists uh, that did his track Reckless. Do you remember uh, Gar Camry's Reckless track? I do. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've just done a new track, Holy Waters track with her. Um, God, I mean, ooh, God. <laughs> Let's not put this in the, in, the, in the interview. I forget the girl's name. But, um, That's exciting. Yeah, 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 the track's called River. It's a beautiful track. Um, yeah, it's gonna be another one for next year. So yeah, Roxanne is always she's always looking for uh, people to collaborate with. We're looking for a male vocalist, and yeah. And again, it's just it's just going with what what's fun, you know. We're just trying to keep it different as well. Awesome. So, in terms of like uh, genres in trance, 
do you have like a, a, a like a favorite subgenre um, thoughts on? I mean, I, I love your sound. Um, I, obviously, people that are maybe new to the trance scene may know not know kind of you know history and kind of understanding genres and the subgenres within trance. But uh, being that you released with kind of a, a label that's known for more uplifting tracks. Is that kind of the sound you're looking for, or is it you want to evolve that over time? Sorry, what what, what do you mean? Um, which which labels do I work with, or is it you mean me starting? No, not necessarily. Just a label. Just kind of what what what. In terms of your sound, I, I, like it, it's it's uplifting. I loved it. Um, I mean, I, I felt like the crowd was just, you know, great um, spirit at at Dream State. So, yeah. Well, um, I, um, for for the past few years, I've I've, I've worked with um, Pure Trance, Grotesque, uh, Future Sound of Egypt, um, Black Hole, even Garuda. Um, but it was just a case of finding a label that really worked with me and was going to get behind me. Um, and to be honest, it's been uh, grotesque. Has probably did the most for me. Me and Ram are quite close, and he's really helped me out. Um, but my sound probably suits more Delhi and Fila, Future Sound of Egypt, which was the, the latest number one. Um, I actually had my first number one with Future Sound of Egypt last year, uh, around this time last year. I called Never Free. Your, uh, sorry, Free Your Mind. Oh, I do remember that track, yeah. Yeah, this is my first number one. Um, it was on Future Sound of Egypt also. Uh, but, like I said, it's, um, the, the sound that I, that I, that I go for is, um, it's just from, uh, all the guys who inspired me from a young age and I've sort of put them together and created my own take on <laughs> my youth, <laughs> you know? There's very few DJs in the scene. Um, I I feel they have that uplifting uplifting sound. Great. So I I know um, we're approaching the end of this year, and uh, as you mentioned, 2019, um, you'll you'll be pretty busy. I I imagine. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so you just. Is there anything special you're looking forward to next year other than, um, or is it more considering the path forward from here? Well, I'm looking forward to the next year's festivals. Uh, uh, Some of the tracks also, the project that I'm working on. I've actually just done a start a collaboration art project. Uh, you know thrill seekers? Uh, yes, I love thrill seekers. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm a huge fan of his sound, and I have been for many years. But I've started remixing his track, um, "How Will I Know," for Future Sound of Egypt, which is sounding beautiful. Uh, well, that's awesome! And, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, I've, I'm collaborating with Harry Corson and Paul Van Dyke, and then the Holy Water stuff as well. So it's <laughs> There's just so much going on. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> That's exciting. Well, yeah, I'm really, excited really to hear is. it all. Yeah. 
hopefully, um, you know, as we're building here in Phoenix, maybe one day you'll you'll play here. Um, that'd yeah, be awesome. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, great. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but uh, I did want to um, chat and um, let people know. I'll, I'll put the links uh, to your socials and um, to the track in the description of the episode. But um, is there any anything I may have missed? <laughs> okay, so well, there's a lot on my social media. So if um if there's if you're looking at any information, uh, I'll, I'll I'll be standing there. Okay, great. Well, thanks good again. Time, nice talking to you. Have a good night. Hi, thank you very much. Cheerio. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com/slash trending topics with BB.